Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to go through our Supercoach draft review for this week. The whips are cracking. Finals footy didn't do too well this week, which is becoming a pretty fucking common theme, unfortunately. Obviously, if you listen to this, you are a Supercoach fan. So later today, we will have beers and break-evens dropping where myself and Timmy Williams will go through all of your questions and have a look at everything round 23 as far as Supercoach goes. Going to be a cracking episode. But let's get into my draft review for round 22. As you guys know, uh, round 22 was the first week of finals in my comp. I managed to finish in the top four by some form of fucking miracle. Uh, so my game wasn't sudden death, thankfully, because if it was, my God, I would have gone out looking like an absolute tire fire. As I said, a pretty unfortunate week for me. I uh, had a pretty shit game. The guy I played put up a pretty decent score, but I got the lowest of the week. So uh, it didn't really matter what he put up, to be perfectly honest with you. I had a shocker. Uh, very disappointing. As I've been saying for the last few weeks, though, my team is pretty much shot, let's be honest here. Without Ryan Pappenhausen and stuff, it's going to be very, very tough for me to manage to get back into uh, this contest this year. I just don't think I've got a team that can really uh, fire a shot at the end of the day. So uh, pretty disappointing all around, but this is the way that it goes uh, with Supercoach throughout the year. I'm at a weird point where uh, it feels like a matter of time until I get knocked out of my comp, uh, but until then, more than happy to keep having uh, a free throw at the stumps. It is sudden death now for me to win the comp. I'm going to have to win three games in a row. I don't know if I've got the team to win one game in a row now, to be honest with you. But we'll do a quick review of last week. It wasn't pretty. As I said, Eamon that I versed, uh, he had Latrell Mitchell, who went really big. He scored 930 for the week. So in a 14-man draft comp, 930 is a bloody good score come finals time. You'd have to be very, very unlucky to lose with 930. Uh, and against me, he won by 210. So it was a real flogging. Sort of uh, fucked up my captain 
captain once again. But without Pappy, I sort of had to take some risks. And when Drinkwater didn't go big, sort of put me in a spot of trouble. But let's go through uh, the matchup from the weekend. Obviously played Eamon. I kicked off the weekend with Isaac Tungo. He's been one of my picks of this year. Unfortunately, didn't really fire a shot in this game. Still scored okay, 51. Uh, I was happy to take that against the Melbourne Storm, who defended incredibly well. Got close to scoring on a couple of occasions. Eamon had Justin Olam that night, who had two line breaks and a try assist and only scored 65. So I sort of expected him to update a little bit more. So after Thursday night, I was sort of sitting there going, you know what, Justin Olam got a heap of attacking stats. Isaac Tungo didn't. He's only in front by 15. I'm sitting okay. I can get by with this. It's all right. We then had the Warriors taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, all my boys here did enough but weren't great. Uh, Ewan Aitken, 52. Max King, 51. Jeremy Marshall King, 41. Very disappointed in Jeremy Marshall King. I almost considered chucking a VC on him for this game, but the Warriors really got up for it. Uh, Ewan Aiken and Max King getting 52 and 51. Happy with it, but I just wanted a little bit of upside somewhere over this weekend. I never really got it, which was disappointing. Uh, well, I did get it in some parts, but here I thought I'd get a little bit more out of these guys, which was a letdown. Eamon had his AE in this game, which was Jake Avarillo. I think he scored a try and scored 49, so that was a good enough score for him to take. He could have got one. It wouldn't have mattered, though, realistically. Uh, and then came the make or break game of the weekend. The South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Parramatta Eels. Now, I was actually feeling kind of confident coming into this game that it wasn't a bad week to play Eamon because he has Latrell Mitchell and he has Dylan Brown. So I thought, you know what? He can only VC and captain one of them. It will be Latrell. Hopefully Parramatta get off the bus. And obviously Parramatta did not get off the bus. They had a shocker. 26-0 to South Sydney. I've got Thomas Burgess, but he didn't play. He hasn't been named again this week, which is a bit of a shit fight. But anyway, Latrell Mitchell, he went gangbusters. 115. I pretty much knew from that point that was the nail in my coffin for this week. I would need a huge captain score, which there was the potential of me getting, but it didn't come. Latrell Mitchell, 115. Colin Montungi had a big game as well, 81. And then Ryan Madison and Dylan Brown. Matto went 58 for Eamon. Dylan Brown went 56. I didn't even notice Dylan Brown for the first half an hour, 40 minutes. Uh, but he managed to rack up a heap of base stats as he does. So that game, I mean... No one went under sub-50, and I didn't have anyone that went over 50 uh, so far in the weekend. So not ideal the way it was playing out. Pretty much knew I was done and dusted after that. We then moved to the Sydney Roosters and the North Queensland Cowboys game. I had three players in this one. Victor Radley, Tommy Dearden, and Scott Drinkwater. I VC Drinkwater, hoping that the Cowboys would really get up for this one at the SCG. Uh, they didn't. They got beat 32-18. to 18. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater, 48. Very disappointing as my VC. Put me in danger of now having to pick a good captain. Uh, Tommy Dearden got a 50. Managed to break about a kajillion tackles on the last play of the game and have a try assist, thank God. And Victor Radley, he had a cracker. 80 Supercoach points, but he was on about 70 at half time. So it was good, but it was a little bit disappointing in the back end. He, Eamon, had Joey Manu in this one. He only went 52, so I was stoked with that. Obviously, he's got the potential to go 100 whenever he wakes up. Uh, Connor Watson got 46. He got through so much work when he was on the field, Connor Watson. That was really tough to watch. We hijacked that game. The audio is available earlier in the week if you want to go back and have a listen to that. Bit of a giggle. Uh, but yeah, after that game, I knew I was in a bit of curry. When Dearden didn't go big and drink water, who 
is sort of my high ceiling player without Pappy now. Uh, I knew I was in a spot of trouble. The way that I built my team at the start of the year was obviously heavily relying on Ryan Pappenhausen and his ceiling, so it is becoming an issue for me now without him. Uh, the West Tigers and the Cronulla Sharks on Saturday night, the 5.30 game there. The Sharkies getting the job done there. I only had one player in that, Britton Nakora. He did really well, 79. I was really happy with that. Obviously laid on a try uh, and got through a heap of base, so I was very happy with Britton. But on the other side of the park, Lockie Miller, he got the exact same score, 79. And Ikevalu got a 61. Both coming up with it with a lot of attacking stats, which really, really hurt me. Two guys that two weeks ago weren't in the Cronulla Sharks team, so that was a real stinger, a real turnaround there for Eamon. We then had the Brisbane Broncos and the Newcastle Knights, and here's where I took a bit of a punt. I put my captain on Katoni Staggs, thinking, well, I can either go Ola Kawatu or I can go Staggs. I wasn't really buying into Manly. Uh, now Ola Kawatu's got an injury or two in him. I thought, you know what? I'll back in Staggs here. I'll just hope that he has one of those unbelievable games that we know he can have. Didn't really... Had a try since the end of the game. I think he was on 56 at the end of the game. Downgraded to about 38. So uh, that was very, very disappointing. And that was the official nail in said coffin. For Eamon, he had Bradman Best, who had a good game as well. 61 super coach points, so it wasn't looking good. Also had Matty Croker in my side, who I thought at 13 might get some extra points. It's very desperate when it comes to front row forwards in our comp. Uh, 22, so a huge bed shit there. We then moved to the Sunday games, the Canberra Raiders and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Eamon had Jack DeBellin and Corey Horsburgh. Uh, they combined for about 80 points or so, so I was happy with that. I had Matty Tomoko, who scored a... I oh, know he had two line breaks, sorry, so he got 58. So I was happy with his score, uh, beat both of his players. And then I was going to need about a 1,000 from Kola and Olakawatu. Olakawatu scored 48, did cross the line early, got that try taken off him. Kola scored a try and got 57 points. So uh, all... All in all, not a great weekend for me. Bit of a bed shit. Eamon's got a very good team. I do think he will go on and win our comp, uh, but it was disappointing to get to a game like that where it could have earned me a week off and put out a performance like that, especially considering Eamon's matchups weren't fantastic. So pretty disappointing all around. But unfortunately, uh, I think that's just the reality of my Supercoach team without Pappy. I just think I'm a bit of a shot duck. Uh, we'll have a look at this week. I take on John Dean, who's uh, in the past been the official photographer of the Rugby League Guru. Uh, he came and did our first photo shoot for our first line of T-shirts we had for our merchandise. Champion guy, Johnny, used to work for League Week or Big League? I want to say League Week once upon a time. Big Dragons fan, Johnny. Champion bloke. So uh, will be an interesting matchup there. He's got a very good team. Uh, he's probably got more high ceiling players than me as well. So this could quite possibly be curtains on the Guru's draft season, which would really sting. Uh, but if it's not going to be this week, it'll probably be the week after. I just can't see it going for too much longer realistically. Let's have a look at our matchups. And of course, uh, the waiver wire would have gone down by the time you guys are listening to this. So my team might change a little bit, but it won't change that much. I might get an extra front row forward or something. Uh, we'll go through the games this weekend. The South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the Penrith Panthers. He has Cam Murray, so... I like this matchup as far as I don't think Cam Murray will get a heap of attacking stats in this one, but he will get through a heap of fucking base. So I just think you can lock him in for 70 or 80, uh, which will probably be a big enough score to potentially beat me. Uh, I've got Isaac Tungo, so hopefully South Sydney's edges have been a little bit weak throughout the season. Hopefully he can crash over for a, for a meaty there. I really do need him to stand up in this game as probably my best CTW. Uh, then we've got, he's also got Viliami Kikau and Matty Eisenhuth. So a couple of troops back for Panthers. 
makes Eisenhuth a little bit more irrelevant, thankfully. Uh, but Viliami Kikau is still very good. He's also got James Fisher-Harris, so he'll come in. He'll do his 55-60 sort of work. He'll be solid. For me, the next day is a big one for me. The North Queensland Cowboys and the New Zealand Warriors at 6 p.m. Drinkwater, Dearden, Ewan Aiken. Uh, these are probably the biggest three for me this weekend. It's the best matchup of the weekend as far as a VC or captain goes for me. So Scotty Drinkwater, he will get the VC armband and hopefully he can deliver in this one. Didn't last week, did the week before. So I need another big game from Drinky there. Uh, for John, he's got Peter Hicku. So he's on the other side of the field, thankfully. Uh, so hopefully Tommy Dearden and Drinkwater can really carve it up down that left edge because I desperately need it. Hopefully Aiken can snag a little try assist or a try somewhere and uh, bump his, you know, 50 to 60 up to a 70 or an 80. It would really come in handy. Uh, the late game on Friday night, the Brisbane Broncos taking on the Melbourne Storm. For me in this one, I've only got Katoni Staggs. Uh, so I'm hoping that going up against a quality centre like Justin Olam does bring the best out in Staggs. But Olam is one hell of a defender, so it is a serious worry. John, he's got a fuckload of Melbourne Storm players, which scares the living shit out of me. He's got Cameron Munster, Kenny Bromwich, Nick Meaney, and Jesse Bromwich. So he's got both Bromwich boys, and then he's got the goal kicker, Nick Meaney, and the main guy in Cam Munster. So I really need the Brisbane Broncos to stand and deliver. If they get beat, I'm pretty sure that'll mean that I get beat because Cam Munster could go gangbusters. Nick Meany will be throwing goals over like they're going out of fashion. Could be serious curry for me. So that'll be a really important. Friday night, we'll decide this draft game realistically and my season. 3 p.m. Saturday, the Parramatta Eels take on the Canterbury Bulldogs. I've got my doggies, boys, Marshall King and Max King. I'm a little bit worried about Max King, Tavita Pango Jr. and Luke Thompson named on the extended bench. So you would have to assume if both are fit, both will come in, which does not spell uh, good signs for my boy, Max King, who's been great for me this year as a waiver pickup. Jeremy Marshall King, hopefully he can have a big game as well, going up against Reid Marnie, who's replacing him next year. So hopefully he gets a bit of inspiration from that one. John, once again, he's got a lot of Parramatta boys and a lot of scary Parramatta boys. Mitch Moses, Reid Marnie, and Tom Oberchick. Oberchick, not so much. He'll probably score a triple now. But Mitch Moses and Reid Marnie really, really worry me against Canterbury. Reid Marnie obviously playing against the club he'll be playing for next year. So that one makes me nervous. And Moses in his return game. Hopefully he doesn't play, but I think uh, he probably will. And I'm sure he'll be in for a big one to turn. Parramatta's misfortune over the last few weeks around. We've then got Saturday 5.30, the Manly Seagulls versus the Cronulla Sharks. I have got... Olukawatu and Kola. Olukawatu running off DCE. Confident he will go okay. This Sharks team, great defensive side though. Britton Nakora, I'm sure he will do a job for me for the Sharkies. It's Kola. He's been moved to the wing, which I really like. I think he'll get through a lot more base stats and hopefully he can just be on the end of some decent plays. Hopefully Chez can give him some early ball and maybe he can get some upside there. But this Sharky side, they are a great defensive outfit, so I am very, very nervous about that one. Thankfully, John Dean has no players from that game, so I can sit and watch that one a little bit more relaxed. The Roosters take on the Tigers Saturday night, 7.35. I'll actually be out at this game, really looking forward to it. I've got Victor Radley. That's it for me. John's got no one in this game either, so he's a bit short on a couple of these Saturday games. It's going to be a quiet Saturday evening for, for him. Victor Radley, though, if he can have a game like he did last week, I'd be absolutely stoked. If he can lay on a try or two, that would be sensational. Then we move to Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m., the Dragons and the Tigers. 
Tigers. I don't have any Dragons players, nor do I have any Titans players. John Dean's got one, Matty Fiegei, who I'll actually be a little bit nervous about. Ben Hunt threw some cracking balls to him last week out on that left edge. So I am a little bit nervous about him in this game. The Gold Coast Titans, they did win last week, so hopefully they can show up once again. But Wynn Stadium Sunday afternoon, a pretty tough gig for the Gold Coast Titans. Last game of the week, got the Newcastle Knights and the Canberra Raiders. Um, I don't have any players in this one. I've got Matt Croker at the moment, but I will drop him. He'll be out of my team. Uh, Johnny's got Xavier Savage, so hopefully the Knights can pull something out of their ass, but they are just looking like a shit storm at the moment, so God knows. He's also got Albert Hopperwada, who he picked up the waiver wire. Unfortunately, uh, he hasn't been named this week, so that's a tough one for him. I've got a couple of guys on my bench. I've got Tom Burgess. He's not going to play. I've got Jack Murchie for the Warriors. Could play him, but I like my second row forwards. I'll probably end up dropping him. I've got KO Weeks from last week. I might end up dropping him as well. My little X Factor that I picked up this afternoon is Dylan Walker. Now, as soon as I saw Jake Javovich was ruled out, I jumped straight on the app. I grabbed Dylan Walker. Thankfully, he was named at 13. Now, am I confident he plays 80 minutes? No. Am I confident he plays 60 minutes? Let's be fucking honest here. No. I don't, I've got no idea what Dylan Walker's going to look like, what his minutes are going to look like. I've got no idea how it's going to play out for him. But I am happy to have him in my team. I'm going to have to make a decision on what I do with him throughout the week. Will he be my AE that I take a bit of a punt on, or will I look elsewhere? It'll depend what happens on the waiver wire, uh, which we'll see how that goes tomorrow morning. But at the moment, I'm looking like Dylan Walker. He'll probably be on my bench. He might be my AE. If he goes big, I might use his score instead of playing one of my front rowers. If not, I'll probably move in a different direction. Fingers crossed we can get a win this week against John Dean. I do think his team is better than mine, so he would definitely, by far and away, be the favourite. But we're going to keep fighting, and hopefully we can get a W this week and move on next week, and then we're only one win away from a grand final. But I've never been less confident about winning two games in a row, to be perfectly honest with you. No, Pappy, we're absolutely shot. Other guys aren't firing. Manly's not going well. Canterbury's got guys returning. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It just seems to be one little thing every week that happens that sort of uh, puts another nail in the coffin. So lucky to be around as we are, but fingers crossed we can survive just a couple more weeks and give this uh, draft competition a real shake. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 